Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. And before I start today's episode, I have a very special shout out. So I got an email from an oncology doctor in Australia who let me know that his 11-year-old patient is a big fan of my channel. So Finn McMullen, I wanted to give you a shout out and say thanks for being a fan. According to his dad and his doctor, Finn has found my channel super entertaining during days when he wasn't feeling so well. They say he feels like he's experiencing the world by listening to the podcast and absorbs all the information and facts and advice. Finn loves facts and loves to share them even more, especially with his nurses. His dad and doctor wanted me to add that he's blown everyone away with his empathy, strength, courage, and beautiful personality. So thanks Finn for being a fan, and I would also really appreciate it if everyone watching this video would say down in the comments how much they appreciate Finn as well. And next, a word from our sponsors. Our next Reddit post is from The Air Woman. So this happened three years ago. I was renting a basement apartment that I loved. My landlords were great, an aunt and uncle of my childhood friend, and I lived there for three and a half years. Halfway through, they told me they wanted to sell the place, but probably not that soon since the husband was working on a commercial ship nine months at a time. I just asked them to tell me when they decide to sell. Anyway, 13 to 14 months pass and they decide to start the process. They introduce me to realtors and everything gets sorted out. Up to this point, everything is going great. The realtors give me 24-hour notice before they bring the buyers. I can stay home during the showings or go out about my business. I have no complaints about them or my landlords throughout the entire process. Then, one day, I just got back from work and didn't feel like going out again. The realtors came with a family of five or six. It was announced, I just forgot, so I decided to stay. The family consisted of a mother, father, adult daughter, and two or three kids. I can't remember. The father was a piece of work. Now, the thing is, I lived in a touristy town on the Mediterranean coast. People try to pull all sorts of cons here. The entitled father said, I know you said someone lived here, but we hope to stay a couple of days to get the feel of the apartment. The realtor said, Um, what? This place isn't for rent. OP already lives here. Well, I can't buy something just like that, but okay, obviously we can stay the night. I say, sorry, no, you can't. I live here. He moves on, measures things left and right. He wonders out loud if their large wardrobe will fit in the bedroom. How he wants to buy an apartment for his daughter because she wants to go to college here. Eventually, they pack up and leave for the beach. I saw them later. The beach was two minutes away from the apartment. The next day, there were no scheduled showings, so I decided to do the one thing that everyone does when they live right next to the beach. Take a nap after work. But before my head hit the pillow, I hear someone coming down the stairs. There were only two basement apartments, and my neighbors went away for a week. I get up and go to the door to spy, but before I even made it halfway there, someone rattles the doorknob, and then, ten seconds later, starts knocking. I was really confused and freaked out. I go to the door, and lo and behold, it's the entitled father from yesterday. I do not open my door. I say, who is it? It's me, entitled father. We were here yesterday. What do you want? I want to measure the space in the bedroom to see if my daughter's wardrobe will fit. No, you're not getting in. But I can't buy the place if I don't know. It's for my daughter. Then call the realtor. They have all the measurements on file. I'm not letting you in. I'll buy this place and evict you. Good luck. I have three months left on the lease. You can't do anything about that. 
My landlord's told me that if the place sells before my lease is up, the contract will state that I can't be evicted before my lease is up. I already had a place lined up. Entitled father starts cussing, and I hear him leave. I called the landlords and realtors after that, and they were all mortified and worried someone like that just came to my place, tried to let himself in, and threatened to evict me. The entitled father didn't buy the apartment after all because the landlords refused to ever deal with him again, but the realtors told him it was sold. To this day, I believe their plan was to find a place to crash at for a few days for a free vacation, under the pretext of buying the place for their daughter. I still had to improvise webcams around the apartment to keep an eye on it while I was at work for the remainder of my stay there. I spent my entire summer not feeling safe in my own home. Our next Reddit post is from Overlord Maxis. Okay, so here's a story from when I was about 11 or 12. It was that time of the day when we got picked up from school. I'd been taking the bus since I was 11 as my parents deemed me old enough and said it would help me grow my individuality. Plus, it was a school bus reserved for kids only, so I was in no danger. But anyway, it was a Friday afternoon and I was looking forward to going home and spending the weekend playing Persona 3 when there was some sort of commotion at the front of the bus. I looked ahead and saw some mother trying to get on the bus with her child. Now, this bus was strictly for children only, for what should be obvious reasons. We had no way to clarify if this woman was actually someone's mother and it was better safe than sorry, as they say. What I heard next, though, was absolutely mind-boggling. The conversation between the driver and this lady was, frankly, hilarious. Keep in mind, I was living in the UK at the time, so prepare for some British slang phrases. The bus driver says, I'm sorry, ma'am, you can't get on. This bus is reserved for the children. You'll have to find another way home. What the F? Keep in mind, this is a bus with 8 to 12 year olds on it. I come all the way out here. I walk to collect my daughter only to find some minimum wage butthole won't let me get this bus home. Do you know what I've gone through? Sorry, ma'am, but children only. We can't risk letting a random adult on. So you're calling me an effing nonce? How do I know you aren't one? At this point, everybody on the bus was staring at the woman and the poor driver looked like he wanted to just get on with his job. But, of course, the woman would not relent. I have a right to be on this bus. My children are part of the school. Then, by all means, your children can get on. Just not you. It's policy. By then, the daughter, who was around my age, tried to slip onto the bus, blushing, clearly embarrassed at the attention, but her mother sharply tugged her back. No, you are not getting on this bus until this butthole lets me on with you. After 10 minutes of back and forth, the mother eventually left, taking her child with her and the driver sighed with relief as we finally headed off home. The ironic part is, I ended up dating this woman's daughter and I still do to this day. And she said once, and I quote, Sometimes I wish I had your parents or even anybody else's. OP, if you're really dating this woman's daughter, then I'm looking forward to more entitled parent stories from you in the future. Our next Reddit post is from Moroso. I'm currently pregnant with my first child, and both my mom and stepdad have been terrible to me and my partner the entire time. They told us we would be unfit parents because we aren't married yet. Legitimately screamed at my partner for knocking up their little girl, even though we planned the pregnancy. I finally decided to cut contact with them a few months later after I found out I was pregnant. 
Having a child can really be a stressful time, and having them around to make it worse was not something I was okay with. If they can't be nice to my partner, then they don't get to see our baby. Plus, they're the kind of people who don't wear masks in public and actively choose to be in large gatherings with no social distancing. So them seeing a newborn is out of the question. One day, I sent my mom a very detailed email of why she's not allowed to be a part of my life anymore and will not be seeing her grandchild. To make things even better, I also noted that we will be moving across the country shortly after she's born to be closer to other family members. So not only is she cut off, but we're literally moving far away and never coming back. She responds by showing up at our house at 11pm screaming outside our door about how it's her baby and she deserves to be there for it. I tell her to F off and eventually she leaves. Months go by and she'll text me randomly asking about technical problems with her Wi-Fi router or something and needs help. Little things like that don't mean much to me and I sent her the info she needed. My cousin also had a virtual baby shower and sent my invitation to my mom's house accidentally so my mom came by to give it to me. Things slowly came to a point that we were fairly amicable with each other, but I still stood my ground for boundaries and nothing else has changed. She knew this. Then, she sent me a video today that blew my mind. She redecorated her entire guest room to be a nursery. Crib, changing table, $400 worth of newborn clothes, toy chest, stroller, a car seat for her car, the list goes on. In the video, she's in tears saying, Oh my god, I can't believe my baby's going to be here soon. This is where she'll sleep, where I'll change her little diapers, these will be her toys. Is she psychotic? Her baby? Sleeping and living at her house? What? So I call her up immediately and reiterate that we're still moving across the country soon and that she will have no contact with the baby before that. Her response? Oh, okay, we'll see about that. I'm genuinely confused. What part of you will have no contact with this baby does she not understand or thinks will change in the next few weeks when she's born? Is she planning on stealing her from us? I'm at a loss for words. Our next Reddit post is from Fred Zed. This story is about my mother. Yes, she's a mega Karen and unfortunately, I've had to put up with her for most of my life. This happened when I was a teenager, around 15. We went out for dinner at a small local restaurant that did all-you-can-eat buffets. I should mention that my mother has long, thick, and curly hair that she never ties up. This is important for later. We got to dinner and sat down to eat, and all was going well. I was surprised at how well my mom was doing. By this point, she should have found something to complain about. And then, it happened. She looked down at her plate and said, OMG, look at this! There's a flipping hair in my food! Me, knowing exactly what she's doing. Mom, that's your hair. Uh, no, that's not my hair. The way she was talking was obviously dramatized for effect and she was beginning to get louder and drawing attention from the other diners. She continued to cause a scene and get more irritating, drawing more attention to herself and inadvertently me. I wanted to sink into my chair from embarrassment. Not long after she started her fake tantrum, the waitress came over to see what the problem was. The waitress said, How's it all going here? What seems to be the problem? There's a hair in my food. Um, okay. Well then, what are you going to do about it? We deserve to have our meals for free. This is horrible customer service. 
The waitress smirks and says, I'm sorry you're not satisfied with our food. Would you like to speak to the chef? My mom looked smug, and I knew that she thought she won. Yes, I would. I was confused at this point, not understanding why the waitress didn't seem to care, even though I knew my mom was lying, but it soon became clear why. <laughs> I just figured out where this is going. A few minutes later, a man came out from the back of the store and walked right up to the table and my mom's face went ghost white and her jaw dropped. The chef was bald. Not balding, but so bald that you could see the reflection on his shiny scalp. Hi there, how are things this evening? What seems to be the problem? Well, there's a hair in my food. The chef smiles. I'm sorry to hear that, ma'am, but unless I've miraculously grown a full head of hair on my walk over to your table, you can see I'm very much bald. And as I'm the only chef working tonight, this is clearly not my hair. My mom just sits there, silently. Is that all for now? I need to get back to work. Without waiting for an answer, he turned and walked back to the kitchen, but not before I mouthed sorry to him as he left. I knew better than to say anything to my mom after this. Rubbing her failure in her face was a bad idea, but I had a smile on my face for the rest of the night. Honestly, OP, your mom sounds less like a Karen and more just like a run-of-the-mill scam artist. Quick disclaimer on this next story. I played the OG Pokemon Red and Blue on Game Boy, but I haven't played every single generation since, so I might butcher some of the names of the Pokemon in this story. Our next Reddit post is from Deleted. I like Pokemon. I also like McDonald's. So when McDonald's decided to release some legendary Pokemon Happy Meal toys, I was ecstatic. They offer two different Pokemon every week, so every Saturday, for about a month, I would walk down to my local McDonald's and buy whatever Pokemon figure they had that week. I ended up with Latius, Latios, Groudon, Kyogre, Dialga, and Palkia by the end of the month. Funny thing is, I only originally intended to buy Latius and Palkia because they were my favorite of the selection. I got Latius on day one, but I spent weeks trying to get a Palkia. I bought the rest of the figurines each week so as to not waste the trip, and the employees started to recognize me. This is important. The next week is when my story happens. I walk into McDonald's and get into the queue. Ahead of me, a woman, let's call her Karen. Oh wait, actually no, let's not call her Karen. Pokemon has a character called Karen and she's really sweet and inspirational. Let's call this woman Debbie. Debbie is in a screaming fit at the poor cashier. She's waving an unopened Dialga figure in his face. Apparently, this Dialga is from a previous Happy Meal and she was trying to get it replaced, which is why she had it before she made her order. What do you mean you don't have any other Pokemons? The plural of Pokemon is Pokemon, lady. The employee said, we only have two this week. That one and the blue and white dragon. Latios, I'm assuming. I don't want this stupid horse or a dragon. Get me a pink one. We don't have. Yes, you do. I saw a pink one on the TV, so you should have it. I want to see a manager. Look, ma'am, the manager would only say the same thing I've said. We only have two figures this week. The pink one that you're talking about isn't here because we haven't ordered it yet. If you want any of the other figures left over from last week, I don't care. Go look for one. The employee sighs and starts digging around in the basket. His eyes go wide for a moment as he pulls out a Palkia figure looking as though he didn't expect it to be in the basket. Then, he notices me behind Debbie and his face turns into an uh-oh face. Debbie notices that he found a Palkia figure. 
There, that wasn't so hard, was it? He sighs and puts it into a Happy Meal box that Debbie ordered. Debbie smiles smugly and goes to sit down at her table. Instead of grabbing the box and returning to her seat, she expects it to be delivered to her. Typical. The employee goes to take my order. I'm sorry, but that was the only Palkia we have. We haven't actually ordered more yet, so that one must have fallen in there by mistake during delivery. That's fine, I'll just come in next week. The employee suddenly smiles as though he thought of something. So, you want a chicken nugget Happy Meal? I'm confused. And then the employee grabs Debbie's Happy Meal box from the counter and hands it to me. Whoa, what are you doing? I'll just say you ordered the same thing and that I gave you the wrong box by mistake. So, I end up taking my Happy Meal box home and the Palkia figure inside. I'm a sucker for the original 151, so my favorite is Haunter. Let me know your favorite Pokemon down in the comments. That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you enjoyed this content, then follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcasts every single day.